Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host. Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is a wonderful football Wednesday. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next couple hours, two to be exact, by our friends, at Stadium. If you're watching us on Stadium right now, we sincerely appreciate it. Two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way, getting you set to bet and win this weekend on the National Football League and also on tonight's slate in the NBA. Uh, Rob Bazola, Pro Sports Better, will join us in just a moment. We will get to some of the line movement in the news today in the National Football League Wednesday. First, a wave of injury reports coming out for the games to be played on Sunday. We've got some of it for Saturday's games. we got all sorts of good stuff coming your way, including Justin Jefferson saying he'll play on Saturday for the Vikings and their game at the Bengals. We'll talk about that game in the line movement and the rest of the slate, Week 15 in the NFL. NFL. Will Brinson from CBS Sports, still to come. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports, still to come. Our pal, Noobs, from FTN, coming up next hour, talking NBA. All of our bets for tonight, power hour, final hour of the show. But joining us right now, the aforementioned Rob Pozzola, pro sports better, our good friend from The Hammer. Uh, we encourage people to check out The Hammer on Twitter. At the Hammer HQ, Rob Sports Betting Content Company, that Eric Eager, Joey Kanish, among others, guests that we have on the show, uh, do do content for Rob. So check out the Hammer at the Hammer HQ on Twitter. And Rob Sports Betting Podcast is Circles Off. Find it wherever you find your podcasts. And Rob on Twitter at his name, at Rob Bazola. Pizza Man, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? 
Jeez Louise, guys, it's going really well for me. It's going really well. (laughs) As you can tell, I caught the earlier shows this week and uh, almost drove my car off of the road when uh, when that conversation (laughs) happened because I also grew up with a childhood friend, very similar to Ken, who who just used to say, Jeez Louise, for some reason or another. (laughs) Jeez Louise. And I'll never forget that guy. Don't know what he's up to now either, but uh, yeah, that was a great throwback to my youth. Yeah, that kid geez, probably wore I, his yeah. underwear like a necklace, I would guess. Probably <laughs> keep saying geez, Louise. What's he doing now? I don't know. Probably making human suits. I don't know. Probably something like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, we were uh, we were talking off air because like, I I I don't want to talk about the NFL not for like 30 more seconds. We were talking off the air about the Edmonton Oilers. We talked about them in the first hour of the show. They won a billion games in a row. And I asked you, have you bought it? Because I was like in the last segment, I don't know if I want to buy Edmonton. Like maybe I do because they're they're really good now. And you you emphatically said yes. You you have like made bets on the Edmonton Oilers to do things uh, in just maybe a couple seconds here. Like what what did you bet and why do you like them? Yeah, so it's a little bit different now. And I, I like I don't want to be the pass posting guy, pat myself on the back type of situation. But I generally believe talent wins out in the NHL, right? And there's a lot of times where teams will struggle out of the gates in the NHL and everyone's like, what's going on? What's wrong with this team? And it's like, well, it's just a very small sample. And in the case of the Oilers, they were actually playing very good hockey. Uh, Corsi, Fenwick, expected goals, kind of any metric that you want to use that dictates the way that that, that play is happening. Edmonton was playing well and they weren't getting results because they were getting sewered by goaltending. And eventually at some point that balances out. So I ended up betting the Oilers to win the Stanley Cup and the Western Conference when they were basically like a pick them to win the playoffs. I, I just, I think people sour too quickly on these teams early in the season that are very, very good and will eventually figure it out. Now, lately, I've actually had some value against Edmonton, at least in their last couple of games. So like the market has corrected on them, in my opinion, at this point, and people are, are like realizing, yeah, they're as good as we thought we were, they were going into the year. But that's just like a general rule of thumb, especially in the NHL. Think about this next year in the early going when t- one team is doing terrible out of the gates. It was the Toronto Maple Leafs last year that were the team. Where everyone's like, what's wrong with the Leafs? It's like, well, they played 12 games. You know, there's still a, a lot more to go. There's still another 70, and they're going to figure it out. Well, and they did until the well, second round of the Florida Panthers. Sort of. But that's a yes. – that If you're that down is the a, regular that, season – that is that though it's a story for another time my friend let's turn our attention to the national football league slate i'm sorry i had to throw that in there that's kind of a low blow well uh, get to the slate this week Jeez, let's start let's start Jeez, louise thursday night football how about this matchup easton stick and aiden o'connell jimmy garoppolo Brian Hoyer. Uh, so the news breaking this morning, Antonio Pierce, Raiders head coach, giving his press conference saying he doesn't know who's going to start at quarterback. I'll, if they start Brian Hoyer tomorrow night, I'll I'll eat a shoe. I will eat a shoe if Hoyer. I mean, no sense if Hoyer is the quarterback. It should be AOC or Jimmy got. G. You were showing yeah. us off the camera. Yeah. I love those. Love love those socks. I mean, I, Aiden <laughs> O'Connell might, might be the most like disliked AOC in the country right now, which is saying something. Uh, Rob, Raiders still like a three-point favorite, but Chargers three minus 15 right now uh total in this game on thursday night football 34 and a half so total's getting bet up a little bit um any bets for you with the chargers and the raiders on thursday night so not yet for me Uh, honestly i'll just say it so that you guys can clip it if i'm wrong and it gives you something to promote but brian hoyer has a zero percent chance of starting this like it would be insane if he starts this game i still think it's going to be aiden o'connell it's a short week uh, when Pierce took over as head coach, he was very adamant he was going to roll with O'Connell going forwards. Maybe that's changed off of that terrible game against the Vikings, but 
you know, I, I just don't see a change happening at quarterback. If this line gets off of three to two, two and a half, if it gets to two and a half, then I will potentially buy the Raider, Raiders here. I don't know much about Easton Stick. I've I watched a very limited sample of him play last week. Um, I saw the, 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 the pass in the red zone that was like an absolute rocket to the receiver in the flat, <laughs> which could have It just, was to Eckler, <laughs> like, a, like a, a hundred miles an hour, guys, two feet away from him. I, I, I audibly laughed and laughed some more when I watched that. But with the Raiders offense, they're coming off this game against the Vikings. Uh, I just did a show with, with a, a, a fellow better and uh, a content creator for the Hammer, Cleve TA, who I really respect his opinion on. And he pointed out something really interesting, which was if you look at the last four games uh, or four teams that have played the Minnesota Vikings, their outputs in those games offensively have been bottom three EPA for the entire season. So the Vikings are playing extremely good defense right now against a lot of teams. And it's not going unnoticed, but maybe not going noticed to the degree that it should. So it is a pretty good buy low spot for the Raiders. Like the Chargers are are not interesting to me. They couldn't get it done with a, an actually a good quarterback. And now you're going to put in Easton Stick and all of a sudden this is going to change things for you. So I, I'm hope I saw some Chargers money tick in today. I'm just waiting. I don't want the Raiders to win by by four. That seems like a bad bet. But the Raiders minus two and a half win by three. That seems like a good bet to me. So that's what I'm monitoring for Thursday night football. Yeah, it's interesting market too. A couple places have come off three, but you're also seeing some money come in on the Raiders as that happens. So kind of like that push and pull that Rob's talking about. Maybe some disagreement. And that happens, obviously, when you have backup quarterbacks, you have weird stuff going on. People can disagree about what the number is supposed to be. Uh, an application of that Vikings defense thing, they play the first game Saturday against Cincinnati. The total in that game is 40 for anybody who wants to like play that angle uh, that Rob just brought up that the Vikings defense has been really good. The second game on Saturday, Rob, pretty interesting. And we literally have like market movement in this game taking place right now where the Pittsburgh Steelers are taking some money. So the Colts were about two and a half, two point, two and a half, two point favorites everywhere at home against the Steelers. Now it's like twos and now some ones have just started appearing. So we're kind of like veering close to a pick in this game. Uh, what do we like Steelers Colts? That's the Saturday mid afternoon game. Yeah. So I'm looking for any updates on TJ Watt or Alex Highsmith and wondering if that's influencing the move right now. Uh, I'm going to be like the millionth person that somewhat likes the over in this game. And it's just a matter of determining the timing in the market one way or another. But I think Indy is like a dead nut over team right now, especially when you get them in good conditions, playing at home. They play fast. Uh, they do throw the ball downfield. They create, I mean, they generate uh, turnovers, at least on offense. Gardner Minshew's careless with the ball, creates a lot of short fields for the other team. So I'm kind of waiting here to determine what the timing is going to be. But one way or another, I'm going to like the over. One thing about the Steelers as well, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, no one's a big fan of Mitchell Trubisky. Like by this point, it's, it's known. But if you do look at his career and where he has not been terrible, that's mainly been against teams that play a ton of cover three. The Colts play the most cover three in the entire league. It's a defense that he kind of knows how to expose or not be terrible against, so to speak. So I actually think this total is pretty short one way or another. It's just now we got to navigate this TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith news and find the right entry point to the game. But I will be holding an over ticket at some point. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday. Bets for Week 15 in the National Football League with our pal, pro sports better Rob Bazola. Rob on Twitter at 
Rob Pozzola. Uh, we fussed around and had a lot of fun at the beginning of the interview. So I think we have like four more games left and only about five minutes. So maybe, Rob, like 45 seconds per here, if you would be so kind. Uh, one more Saturday game, and then we'll move to Sunday. Uh, interesting, like, betting movements on this Lions-Broncos game on Saturday night all week. Lions got bet out to five and a half, and now we're sitting Lions minus four on Saturday night against Denver. Total 47 and a half. How are you betting this one, Detroit and Denver? This is my buy price on the Lions here. Uh, I think they've kind of reached the low at this point. The last three teams or last three games they played, Bears, Saints, Bears, those teams very good at stopping the run, top seven in success rate in the league. The Broncos are not, which creates a lot for the Lions offense, in my opinion, when they can run the ball effectively. Broncos also play a ton of cover three. That's the defense Jared Goff consistently has beaten in his career as well. So I do expect the Lions to score points. It's now a matter of their defense. Can they get stops? Well, the Broncos, what they do well offensively, to me, that's not the way that you're going to expose this terrible Detroit defense. You want to take a lot of shots downfield. Denver doesn't really do that. Uh, so where we're at right now is the buy point for me. I like Detroit laying four. Rob, on, on Sunday, some line movement in this Cleveland-Chicago game. Bears obviously playing really well the last month or so. Cleveland, now Joe Flacco is the starter for the rest of the season, kind of stabilizing things, I guess, in the in the quarterback room. Browns were like between three and three and a half. Now like much closer to three. Most of the threes are just like minus 15 or minus 20. So we almost say just like Browns minus three, 37 and a half the total. What do we like here? I still like the Bears at this price. I think the Bears are really undervalued in market. And a lot of people are talking about how, you know, it's this vaunted Browns defense, and it's good. And and, and I, I don't expect Justin Fields to light the world on fire here. But what the Browns do is they play a lot of man defense. And if you look at Justin Fields over the course of his career, he generates tons of explosive plays against man, man defense because he'll throw downfield and he can take off with his legs. Quarterbacks that are burners with their legs, they tend to kill man defense. I'm not ready to price the Browns in this type of situation here. I think the Bears are just improving monumentally, especially defensively. And if you do look at the Browns injury report, offensive line is a disaster. Several key players on defense that are going to, you know, Denzel Ward was out last week, Juan Thornhill. They just lost Grant Delpit to IR, um, uh, Okoronkwo to IR this week as well. Like a lot, of th- lot of things happening there that I think evens the playing field. I like the Bears in this game. Rob, let's go to the Battle of the Bay now. Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Packers in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite. Total 41 and a half. And let me just like get this into the show. And like Ken and I will talk about it a little later. Not a surprise. Tyreek Hill did not practice today for the Dolphins with his ankle injury. I don't think that's predictive of him not playing in the game on Sunday. Just wanted to get that in there for the live show. Ken and I will touch on that later. But Rob, thoughts here on Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think this is a good buy spot for the Packers having lost to uh, Tommy DeVito on Monday Night Football. Now, you want to monitor the injury report as well for your market entry because you do have Christian Watson, you have Jair Alexander, Quay Walker. Like These are impactful players one way or another. So maybe if those guys are out, you get yourself a three instead of a three and a half. You monitor that. But this has been a consistent theme with these NFC South teams. Tampa Bay's off back-to-back games against Carolina and Atlanta, which they both, which they won both. When these teams in the NFC South play outside of division, they are a disaster and have been all year. 36 games outside of division, 11 and 25 against the spread. They look a lot better than they are when they play another terrible team within division. I think Green Bay matches up very well against Tampa. I think Jordan Love in a great bounce back spot to move the ball here overall. So uh, I like the Packers. I haven't bet it yet. Again, monitoring injury report, but I'll have a ticket on the Packers one way or another. Right, we got like a, a minute left here. Cowboys and Bills, like a, a huge game, obviously coming up this weekend. Weather forecast kind of ambiguous, like might be windy, might not, might be rainy, 
might not. It kind of makes it tough to like handicap the game and bet the game. Like two really, really good quarterbacks that like throwing the ball a lot playing in the game. Bills about a two, two and a half point favorite. The total for what it's worth, despite the weather, has stayed 50 and a half. In about 45 seconds here, any advice for people trying to bet that game? Yeah, if this one hits 51 as a total, I'm going to click the under on this game and hold my nose. Uh, I think the Bills' defense has really improved in recent weeks. They have some injury concerns going into this week's game, for sure. But Dallas, we have not seen them play this quality of defense, which is not great, but not even like this quality of defense in a long, long time. Other side of the ball, Bills' offense isn't what people think it is. They're very... Uh, you know, protective of Josh Allen now. They don't want him to make mistakes. The downfield shots aren't there. They'll score, but they methodically work their way downfield a lot more than I think people are realizing. So if this hits 51, it's going to be like the, the painful bet of the week, but I'll bet the under in this game. Rob, we appreciate it, man, as always. Uh, people, please follow Rob on Twitter, at Rob Pizzola. Uh, check out The Hammer on Twitter. At the Hammer HQ, uh, we got Eric Eager will join us on the show a little bit later. Kanish will join us later in the week. Both two content for Rob, so follow the Hammer at the Hammer HQ. And check out Rob's sports betting podcast, Circles Off, wherever the hell it is that you find your podcasts. My friend, we appreciate it. Jeez Louise, we've made it to the end of uh, week 15. Our conversation here on You Better You Bet. Stay well, good luck with the bets, and we will talk to you next week here on the show. Thanks, guys. Good luck with your bets as well this week. Our pal Rob Bazola joining us here on You Better You Bet. You know what my biggest takeaway from that interview with Rob is? I got to get some bets in on the Edmonton Oilers to win the Stanley well, apparently. Cup. <laughs> yeah, McDavid going to be the raising the cup at the end of the year. Who knew? <laughs> talk, yeah. some, talk some Edmonton Oilers. Uh, on the other side, Ken and I will talk about some line movement this week in the National Football League. Uh, Chargers and Raiders, Vikings and Bengals, and more. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.